Hey everyone, welcome to my podcast. Um, I really want to apologize for you guys, to you guys, because I should have made another one on Sunday, but I think I was too emotionally drained from the last podcast and I've been just so busy. So I want to thank you guys so much for listening and I am really loving the supportive uh, the support you guys have been giving me after listening to my last podcast. Also, I have reached uh, over a hundred listens on all of my podcasts put together, and so I am so grateful. Thank you guys so much. That's a huge honor that I've had my podcast listened to over a hundred times, and that's amazing. So, just I'm thrilled and I'm happy to to share a little bit of my life with all of you. So this week, uh, we're going to talk about San Sebastián, which if you don't know where that is, also, also, by the way, San Sebastián, and um, I'm going to add my story about pride, um, my pride there, I did two prides in Madrid, um, and I want to kind of do like a compare and contrast with them. And I think you guys will see the difference between my first year of pride and my second year of pride. And it's quite a big difference. And I'm excited to share that with you. So, let's begin. Um, I went to San Sebastián during a period called Semana Santa, Holy Week, in um, Spain. I was not planning on doing anything that week. um, But my aunt said, why don't you just take a little trip up there? You know, instead of waste a waste a vacation that you have here, you you don't have very much longer. I went in April or March of this year, so it's 2019, and I went in March of 2019. I only had a couple months left in Spain, and she said San Sebastián was one of the places that you needed to go see. It's beautiful. It has uh, the, some of the best beaches in Spain. It's in the north, so it's going to be a little colder, but. It uh, is definitely worth going to go see. So I said, what the heck? I will just book this trip and go up to the north and get a hostel and do what I need to do. So I uh, I booked a trip later that day. And then I told my aunt. My aunt was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so excited for you. Go, go, go. And so, um, yeah. So this was kind of like an impromptu trip. And I and it was by myself. I didn't go with any friends. Uh, I love traveling alone. Um, and there's a, there was a point in my life where I was traveling alone. And I was kind of... I got kind of depressed and it was in Sweden so once I get to that podcast I will I will explain to you guys what happened over there anyways um so I pack up my bags and I go to San Sebastian I took this bus and it was quite a long bus ride it was not easy um I hate buses and I hate being around people. And I think I sat to someone that smelled so badly. And so I was just there like, uh, miserable. I think it was six hours. Um, so it wasn't too bad. It was like going from Salt Lake, uh, going from Orem to Orem, Utah, which is 45 minutes south of Salt Lake City, uh, to Vegas. And that's in Nevada. And that's only around six hours. So it was just a short, for me, it was short, a short bus ride. But it was also quite long because <laughs> the smelly person next to me. Anyways, uh, so I'm driving up 
to San Sebastian and this bus. And the bus, guys, it is going through these little cities. Like, this big-ass bus is going through these little cities, uh, little towns with the most narrow roads that you have ever seen in your life. And I'm just sitting there, like, holding on to my seat, like, don't crash, don't crash. And then I just think, oh, my God, I'm going to have to come back on this on this bus <laughs> so i'm here like ah, and so um we went through all these little towns to get up to san sebastian and we finally made it and i got out i'm like i'm i'm not <laughs> never taking the bus again which is a lie i've taken so many buses since then <laughs> but um so i i started um i got out of the bus and i needed to find my hostel which was about 10 minute walk so i wasn't gonna get a taxi or anything i didn't need to get a taxi this this town was so small it was so quaint and beautiful um there was two main beaches in this town uh one was called i think la concha which means um like a seashell and then the other one was just a just a regular beach i don't know what it was called but the very first thing i noticed that when i got to san sebastian was that there was this big huge river right in the middle of the whole city and it was this like blue water i wouldn't say it was like crystal clean blue it was like a darker greenish blue water and you could still see like to the very bottom of it and this water was absolutely beautiful it was gorgeous um and then there was bridges so there was the river going through and then there was like if you walked up to the river, um, there were bridges. There was like 25 bridges going up one way and then like three or four going down into the, um, towards the ocean because I was at the very north part of Spain. So I was looking at the Cantabric Ocean, El, El Mar Cantabrico. Yeah, I, I know it in Spanish, Can, Cantabric. <laughs> ocean anyways i was looking at the mar cantabrio and that river was gorgeous that ocean was gorgeous i could see it from where i was and so i put my gps on and i walk over to the hostel um like i said it was like a 10 minute walk i walk over there hostel is absolutely gorgeous um i shared a room with four people Mm, there was two asian kids when i got there so um they were from like china japan I want to say they were Japanese. And so we really didn't talk. And the next to me, there was a, a girl. Um, she was from California. Her name, I don't remember her name. I do remember her name, uh, but uh, I'm not gonna mention it. <laughs> anyway, so um, there was a girl and then there was these two Japanese kids. And we were just there like hanging out. We were like having a good time. I didn't talk to them. Uh, the girl next to me, I think she was sleeping. So I just got there and I was like, okay, I'm here. Drop all my things off. And then I start walking. Um, I started walking towards, uh, the ocean. There was a beach that I wanted... No, no, no. I, well, yeah, I started walking towards the ocean, and then on the way there, um, there was a beach called La Concha, and that's the beach that I was going to. But, like I said, on the way there, I stopped by a... Uh, a place that sold pinchos. For those of you who don't know, pinchos are like tapas. They're, like... A bunch of different types of like little snacks that you can eat when you have your beer but in um the part of spain where i was they're called pinchos and pinchos are like ex i guess extravagant uh tapas and so you would go in there and they would give you some tapas um some pinchos sorry they had all of it laid down let me explain it, was, it looked like a, kind of like a buffet 
and it had all of it laid down um and there was like different pinchos here it like i can't explain what pinchos are very well because there's so many different kinds of pinchos there's pinchos where you have like bread and then you have meat on top of it there's pinchos that are like on a hook and you like grab it like on a on a stick i mean and then you eat it with the stick there's like baked pinchos like um inside egg there's there's um some that are inside like peppers and so it's it's like a variety of things so i entered this restaurant because i was hungry and i was on my way to the beach and i was like i'm gonna eat and so i look around and i'm like okay yeah like and i asked him i was like so do i ask you to pick this up for me or like what what does i do what do i do and he goes oh yeah, yeah you grab a plate you grab what you want and then come up to us afterwards and we'll play and you'll pay me and he i was like okay cool like a little buffet is fine girls ladies and gentlemen this is not a buffet <laughs> i grabbed so much shit i wanted to spend five euros okay keep that in mind i wanted to spend five euros get like I, for whatever reason i was like a euro tapa that's fine and so i got like <laughs> five things and then I went up to the counter and he was like, okay. And then brought up the price. And he, it was um, 25 euros. I was just like, <laughs> I wanted to spend 20 euros less than this. And I just like looked at him and I like, was like, should I just put stuff back or should I pay for all of this? And I look at him and we're like kind of having this awkward, awkward, like staring contest, I guess, because I am trying to figure out if I want to put stuff back. And I was like, nah. So I paid it all and I went and sat down and I was like, dang, this is so expensive. Like for this little amount of food, I couldn't even eat half of it. Like it filled you up so much. <laughs> so I just tried a little bit of everything. And then I was like, that's why it costs 25 euros because all you need to have is two pinchos. And I'm here, I'm here gourmeting myself to, to five to six different pinchos. And I'm like, I had to, I, I, I ate as much as I could, but I, I honestly couldn't finish eating it. So I had to throw it away and they were judging me and I felt so bad because I wanted to eat all of it. And now I'm being judged by the Spanish, <laughs> which honestly, pues normal. <laughs> those judgy bitches over there <laughs> anyways i started going up to the ocean so let me explain where my hostel is located my hostel is located um so it, there's like a little point um and there's two beaches next to where my hostel was so i was in the middle of the point so it's kind of like um like when you draw mountains and there's uh and you do like little like inward. <laughs> How do I explain this? So there's two rivers on both sides of me, okay? And then there's the beaches, okay? So my I'm on a little like in I'm in the my hostel's right in the middle of both beaches. So I'm in the middle like island peninsula thing, okay? That's <clears throat> the better way to explain than what I was trying to. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but when I try and explain like things like buildings or um things like uh like where I'm located, it is so hard for me to come up with like what my mind is seeing my mind has a lot of um my mind thinks <clears throat> differently than i think most people's do and so 
Um, when I think of something, I can explain it really well to myself, but when I try and explain it to someone else, they're like, what the f are you talking about? Like, if you remember my little castle in Cologne that I was talking to you guys about, I did such a horrible job explaining that to you that I was like, nah, no more. I will never explain another building. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. I'm coming back to San Sebastián. And so, uh, yeah, I'm in the middle of both beaches. So I'm walking towards La Concha, which is to the left of me. So if I'm facing the ocean, to the left of La Concha, and I never got the name of the other beach. But I'll explain what the other beach was, because it was actually uh, quite... I like the other one better. The La Concha is the popular one, and the other one was, like, really nice. But right now, I'm going to La Concha. So I'm walking over there, and um, <clears throat> I, like, it was only, like, a five-minute walk to the beach, both sides. And so I was just so excited. I was, like, I felt like if I was, like, one of those, like, super flamboyant gates, I'd be walking around with, like, a little purse and my high heels and clip-clopping through the city. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, um. <laughs> and so I'm walking up to the, to the edge of the, the ocean, and it was this beautiful... Uh, when I got to it, it was so beautiful. It was kind of like um, a cul-de-sac. That's what I would describe this ocean. I mean, this beach. It was a cul-de-sac. So there was two mountains coming in and um, and like kind of circling around the, the ocean. And then inside, in the middle of the two mountains, was La Concha. And, and La Concha, the beach, um, was like the cul-de-sac because it was coming, um, the beach went like around, it was like half a circle and coming around. And um, it was this light, this green, blue, light water. And it was cold because it was March and whatever, I still got it. <laughs> but I, it was breathtaking. There, I'll, um, I think that's the picture I'm going to use for my podcast so you can uh, take a better look and see what I'm talking about. But it was such a lovely little view of uh, an ocean. And if you've ever gotten the chance to, I know, I know the north part of Spain isn't very popular. Most people want to go down to like Sevilla, Madrid, Barcelona and Malaga but I think that this was probably the most beautiful city that I visited while I was in Spain. It was just absolutely breathtaking 100% and so I got into this ocean um I was by myself bear that in mind I I love traveling by myself I love doing all of these things by myself and so I went in there after my hefty lunch or dinner lunch it was like four it was like 12 30 and then i um i was there for a couple hours i called my friend um the one who i went to barcelona with and i like it, it was snowing still in utah and so she took a picture of the snow outside and i took a picture of the beautiful beach and i was like wish i was there with you <laughs> i'm a bitch <laughs> anyways yeah so it was it was absolutely breathtaking beach so I went back to the hostel afterwards. Um, the the city, the the actual city itself, was breathtaking as well. Um, it was very small. Um, if it, it was surrounded by mountains too, so you look around and you see all of these like um, like green mountain. Um, 
there were little mountains there weren't anything like the ones compared to the ones we have here in utah but there were little mountains and there were houses all above the mountains and um and then the city itself was was like ancient it was like medieval times in that city so it had it had like the the stone pavements um and stone roads still and and the only place you could find like regular roads in the city i think were outside of the main part of the city what I, the, the main part of the city was i think called donastia donastia or something like that and um you could find the you could find the roads outside of the outside of it because inside was like this medieval like ca- time capsule and so i went around um, looking at the city and I went and saw a lot of different things um, during this time they had something called carnaval um, and dang it maybe maybe I'm gonna do like a for this one I'm gonna do half of a I'm gonna do my picture with half of the carnaval there was a there were literal people um, dressed in um, famous paintings and uh, no famous painters and so um no famous paintings of famous painters i think is what it was or just famous paintings um you'll see what i'm talking about when i when i post a picture on my um on my on this podcast because you could see that there was this woman who was um dressed up in frida Kahlo, a frida Kahlo outfit one of her paintings and then on the top of her head was a hat of that painting and so she herself had this beautiful dress that was green it was colorful and it had frida Kahlo's painting on it and then the actual painting as a hat and i will post those two pictures one of the the beach and then the one of the painting because they were breath and they were beautiful so um now i'm uh walking <clears throat> so after looking around the city and after running into carnaval i'm heading back to the hostel and i was just so tired you know i just traveled i went to the beach i just ate so i went to go take a nap so i went into the hostel and I took a nap and I woke up and then the girl next to me was reading and uh she looked at me and she said oh did you have a good nap and it's like oh yeah 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 so we started talking me and this girl and she was the sweetest girl i've ever, ever met on probably one of my trips she was some girl from california and she <clears throat> she was traveling around europe by herself and i was like that's so brave of you like you're so great like that's me <laughs> surprise we're doing it together we're in this together girl and so <clears throat> Yeah, so she just came out back from like Paris or something and she's like, yeah, I'm traveling down, visiting these cities. And so me and her became really good friends and I was like, let's go out tonight. It was Friday, by the way. So I was like, let's go out tonight. Let's go to the gay clubs. And she's like, F yeah, <laughs> let's go to the gay clubs. And so um, she's like, we just need to take a little nap and then we're good to go. And so I fell asleep, we fell asleep for a little while and then I woke up and she was still sleeping. She was exhausted, poor girl. And I went to McDonald's. I bought us some food. I came back at, it took me about an hour. I came back and I like, I woke her up. It's weird because like, I don't know this bitch. <laughs> like, I don't know who she is, but I was like, whatever. I bought, <clears throat> I bought food for us. Like we're, we're going to go to the club. And so I, like, I was like, hey, <laughs> hey. And then I think I went, I, I, I think I was like, I don't know how to wake her up. So I grabbed something and I went. <laughs> and then it scared the sh- out of her. And I was like, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. Yeah, I did. 
<laughs> but uh, she woke up and she's like, oh, uh, sorry. Like, I slept a lot longer than I was expecting to. I was like, no, you're exhausted. But guess what? I got us coffee and I got us some Ronald McDonald's, bitch. <clears throat> and so... It started eating. She's like, this is the best way to be woken up ever with food. And I'm like, I know, I know. It's the best. <laughs> so we were just eating there. And so we started to get ready. We, I bought wine too, I think. Oh, no, I definitely bought liquor. And so I bought wine and liquor plus the McDonald's. Girl, I am like, you date me, you get all of this plus more. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> And so uh, we were just there drinking. We got wasted before we even left. We were just like having such a good time. And so we we grabbed all of our stuff and then we walked to the to the club, the gay club. And by the way, there isn't very many. Um, it was like two of them and they weren't much fun. One of them was like full of older gay men, which was fine because they kept buying me and her shots. And the bartender kept buying us shots because they're like, oh, these uh, these foreigners here are having a good time with all these older gays. And so we're going to buy them <laughs> alcohol. And so um, she... Um, wow, I'm losing my train of thought. And so we were just there for like two hours and then we left and we were just walking around the city and we got more alcohol somehow. Don't know. Don't ask me. And we sat down at the ocean and we were just talking about life and getting drunk. And this is why I love to travel. I don't like I love visiting the new places. But what I love more is meeting all of these people that I would have never met in a million years anywhere else. Each person that I've met on my trips has been uniquely unique <laughs> in their own way they have different experiences they have different lives than me um a lot of people were really impressed that i was living in spain it was my second year and i was impressed that they were they came here like she came from california and she needed to get away because life in california is freaking hard and so she uh we were just sat down and talked about just life and like she was by curious or something and she wasn't sure how she was feeling and I was like I get that like you just gotta take your time and it was it was a great time with her um so we went back to the hostel we were running around the city just at night and we got lost and then I had to put in my um my GPS and then that was it the next morning we woke up and we went um there's this big huge uh mountain um, and you can hike up of it, hike up it, and you can see the whole ocean. Like you can see um, everything. Um, and I took a picture next to the other ocean, um, the other—I mean, the other beach. And that one uh, had a lot more waves, which is why I liked it. People, there was people surfing. Like it was such a cool little town. On one side, it was like a family beach, and on the other side, it was surfers. And so I liked that beach a lot because those surfer men were so a friggin' hot. Like I was just sitting there, like eating my chips. <laughs> I like, and then also like recording some of the surfers. I'm like, these guys are so hot. <laughs> um. And so we climbed up this this mountain uh, together and we took pictures and it was really, really cool. Um, and we we made it to the top and she's like, OK, I'm going to head back down and you you have a great time. I'll see you back in the hostel. And I was like, cool. That's the thing about traveling solo is 
yeah, you get to meet people and you get to have a good time. But um, then you um, then you want to be alone. And I and I don't know if a lot of people get that because you travel to be alone pretty much. Like if you're traveling alone, you like to be alone. You meet friends, great. But at some point you're like, okay, that's enough. I want to be alone again. And so that's where we were at. And so she went down and did her own thing. And I was still up on this mountain. And so I was exploring it. And I look around and I see staircases. And I was like, oh, I can go up higher. So it was kind of like a fortress at the top of it. And I just didn't know like where to go up or what to do. And so I finally got into the fortress. It was really beautiful. Just a regular ass fortress. Uh, nothing special about it. There wasn't anything like monumental, but just a fortress on top of a mountain. I guess that's monumental. <laughs> I guess that's cool. So I walked up and uh, I kept walking up and I got to this like the top most upper part of the this fortress. And it was kind of like a little um, house. And I was like, oh, what's going on in there? So I walk up it and I, I started to notice it like changed like completely like the atmosphere in this little um, top part of the mountain. I mean, top out of the fortress started to change and I'm walking up and I'm like, what? Where am I? Like, where am I going in? And I hear singing and I walk up, walk up, walk up and I look around like the corner and I was in a church at the top of this castle i mean fortress on top of a mountain in san sebastian and all these nuns were singing and they were like (laughs) and i was like oh and i ran out of there jesus ain't grabbed no shoes or nothing (laughs) and i ran for my life (laughs) no no i like took a little video and i left i was like when you climb up a mountain and you accidentally run into a Catholic church and the nuns are singing. <laughs> um, and so that was at the top of the hill of the mountain. So I walked all the way back down. And at this point, uh, my Japanese uh, hostel mates had left and we had two new girls move in. And uh, we were just sitting down there. We didn't know who they were, like me and my friend. We were just chilling there. And then we were we started talking to each other again. And then they both looked up and they're like, you guys speak English? And we look at them and we're like, yeah, where are you guys from? One of the girls, she was from Texas. And the other one was from Sydney, Australia. And so we just had like the best like English speaking little hostel. We started talking, we started exchanging stories. Um, the the girl from Australia, we still talk. She's such a sweet, like kind soul. She's so hipster too. Like she is so hipster. The definition of hipster. She comes up and she's like, do you want Vegemite with some of this bread? <laughs> No, it wasn't bread. It was a rice cake. (laughs) And she's like, you want Vegemite with some of this rice cake that I have here? And I'm like, I've never had Vegemite before, but I'm down. And so... Yeah, we had we had a good time. We had uh, we we were just talking everything, and then unfortunately, um, Molly she had to leave. She was going to Bilbao, and so she grabbed all of her things and left. We said goodbye, and that was so sad because I liked her a lot. But then it was um, me and the girl from Texas, and then the Australian, and we um, we just we're just vibing. 
um the the one from texas i want to say she was in her 40s 40s maybe 50s 50s was be pushing it she looks so young like i i i want to say she's not even out of her 30s but i know that she has a son that's like 21 and me and her had the most intimate conversation because her son is gay and he does drag back in texas and she was like when he came out to me um it was really hard for me like i've always known he was gay and um i'm not a conservative parent at all i'm very liberal but it's still hard imagining your child having to deal with everyone else it wasn't hard for me in the fact that he was gay like a lot of people are gay what was hard for me was realizing the life that he had to now live and that was a life that I had no idea about you know I grew up I I had him since he was a child so I knew he was gay it was just when he was going to come out and it's always difficult when they come out because they have finally well in one point at one in on one hand it's difficult because of the the way that uh, people treat gay people. On the other hand, it's kind of exciting because they can finally start being themselves. He started to finally become himself. And I saw him grow into someone that I knew he was since he was a little boy. But it was so nice to see him happy. But at the same time, when he came out, I was struggling with it quite a bit. It was hard. And I had to, you know, there's nothing I could do. I just had to support him as much as I could. And so I got online and I started researching <laughs> everything about the gay community, everything about being gay. And it was really hard for me after doing that because I saw a lot of negative things about gay people i saw the positive things uh, the movements and everything and i said i'm going to support my child 100 and i will not let anyone bring him down and i will not be the person to bring him down i love him he's my child and he didn't choose this life he was blessed with it and so <laughs> i i she was such a she was a native american by the way a native american from no she was um mexican parents raised or her grandparents were mexican so she's like a fourth generation u.s latino and she she was talking to me in such a relatable note because when i came out to my mom um she said that i had the devil inside of me and it was just not a very good experience for me but to hear it from another mom that she was struggling even even though she was pretty liberal was kind of refreshing for me um because i needed i needed to hear that everything that happened to me while i was in europe i needed to happen i did because i needed to get different experiences i needed to hear different stories i needed to step outside of my little utah bubble and finally listen 
not just be the one speaking all the time, not just be the, oh, I'm gay and here's my story. I got to hear so many different stories from so many different people from so many different places in the world. And I will not forget her. I still talk to her. Me and her are Facebook friends and she always sends me link and links and stuff. She also told me that her son did drag which was like what she said was like a second coming out to her she said that <laughs> she was like all aboard with the gay thing and after she got comfortable with that he comes up to her and he's like by the way i do drag <laughs> and she's like what the f like she's doing drag he, i mean he's doing drag now like i i can only imagine like oh is he like being not part of the gay community and just barely being a part of it and then finding out your kid does drag, I'm guessing you think, oh, maybe maybe they're like transgendered. But for those of you who don't know the difference between drag and transgendered is transgender, someone who is transgender is someone that is the opposite sex that they are born, okay? They are someone who who were born a certain gender but they don't feel that certain gender and so they feel like a woman and that's what being transgender is is that they are not the gender that they are born okay and um or the sex that they are born okay gender and sex are two different things gender is the idea or the the ideology of sex so gender, like gender roles, are what is masculine, what is feminine. Males um, are typically, you know, stronger, run around and do things. I don't know. I don't pay attention to these gender roles. And female are more feminine, makeup, whatever. I actually really love how society is changing all of this because it's exhausting. Wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you say it's exhausting? Trying to be something... The whole time oh i can't do this because it's gay oh i can't do this because it's so masculine it's exhausting so she was going through it like oh is he transgender like what's going on and so he invited her to go to one of his shows <laughs> and oh oh by the way let me continue uh drag drag doing drag is a man who dresses up as a woman for entertainment it doesn't have to be entertainment but it's it's just uh cross-dressing it's just cross-dressing but they don't identify as the opposite gender or sex they are still a man they just dress up as women sometimes and that is fine like it's so much fun <laughs> y'all should try it i've done it once and it's so much fun try dressing as the opposite gender see how you feel uh, and so she said that she went to one of his store, or one of his um, shows, and she's actually now a very constant supporter of, of him. And she was shocked uh, about like what he was doing, and he like brought her on on stage, and they're like, "This is my mom. Like she's, I just came out to her. I just tell her about the whole drag thing, and she's been so supportive." She said that she got like a standing ovation, and everyone was like, "Oh, I wish." Uh, this sorry this is really hard for me but they said that um people she said that people came up to her and and started talking to her about like how other people um wish that their parents were like that and that 
he was so lucky to have such a supportive mom. And so, um, she, she, um, it was, it was eye-opening for sure for me to listen to all of her stories about her son. And I think it was for her to listening to my story about my situation with my mom. And she, she felt, she, 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 she gave me that motherly acceptance that I have been needing for a long time. I didn't get it from my mom and she definitely gave it to me and I am forever thankful for her. She was so sweet. And even though my mom up to this day, she knows I'm gay. I have her friends on Facebook. If you guys see me on Facebook, I'm gay. <laughs> um, I, I, um, I, I want to thank her. She was so sweet and she made me feel good. And she kind of um, completed a part of me that I didn't know I needed to be completed. Like that part of a motherly acceptance, someone who has dealt with the same situation with like same relation, mother-son relationship. And it was nice. It was really, really nice to, to have that. And, and like I've said throughout the whole podcast, we... Um, um, this is how, this is why I've named my podcast Finding Myself, because when I went to Europe, I was completely and utterly lost. I didn't like how I looked. I didn't like how I felt. I didn't feel good looking. I didn't feel anything. And doing all of these trips and meeting all these people opened up everything for me. Everything. And it made me strong enough to continue and to move on and, and leave some of the hurt that I had from from past behind. And I truly feel like I found myself in Europe. I truly feel like I became who I was supposed to be out there. And I will never, ever, no matter how much money I'm in debt for it, no matter how much bad things happened out there to me, I will never forget it and I will never feel bad for it because it was something that I needed to do to grow and, and, and find out who I was. And yeah, so anyways, so we, we had this big discussion. The Australian girl was still there. She was just eating her little Vegemite and um, rice cake. And then she's like, living in Australia is so expensive. <laughs> in sydney blah 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 and i was like dang girl okay and so uh later that we went we all went out and had some dinner and then um it was saturday night and we were on this really really busy street in san sebastian and so we went out to the this big uh hall of people like it was a it was a street and it was full of bars full of music full of life it was amazing this place was killed no, sorry. This place was killing it. Like, everyone was outside drinking. Everyone was having a good time. We were walking around in the bars. We went to different bars. Um, and we just had a good night. I don't think we got drunk this night. Um, or we did. I don't know. Uh, we were, went out for a little while. The, the, um, 
the mom had to leave earlier than us she was just uh, tired and then then it was just me and the australian girl and we were looking for a um place to eat but all the places to eat were closed or under renovation so we went into this little like convenience shop and it was terrible because they had like three snacks and it was and one of them was and they had one uh ramen noodles and so uh she's like i'm really really hungry and i'm like it's fine just take the ramen noodles and i will uh just have some chips or something and so that's what we did we went back to the hostel and that was it that was the my my second to last night in san sebastian the next day we all went out for the morning because i was leaving uh that later that day and so we went out and we just kind of all enjoyed each other's company in um in the in just like a little like a little breakfast shop in um, San Sebastian and we were just out there we were uh drinking coffee we were talking about our plans what we're doing next the woman from Texas was doing the same program that I was in Madrid and so we were planning on meeting up unfortunately we never we never did meet up uh, after this trip we just we were so busy and I was always traveling and she was always traveling but it, we we will always have this time and we always have it kept in contact in on Facebook and um and between me and the Australian girl the Australian girl always sends me messages she's like bless <laughs> she I would post something like like hashtag eating my life away and then she replies bless and so i always um appreciate her she's so sweet and yeah so this was my time in san sebastian hope you enjoyed it i said that i was gonna do a uh, pride in madrid as well but i think this one this this is enough for right now i did post this on saturday and tomorrow Sunday again. So tomorrow I will do my pride stories. I'll do two separate podcasts um, for them because my other one is going to be extremely long and I don't need this to be longer than an hour. And so thank you guys so much for listening to this. Uh, I really appreciate you. Also, I have had a hundred listens. Yay! A hundred listens on um, my podcast. And so that is overwhelming for me that is amazing thank you so much you guys are amazing thank you for all the support uh thank you for reaching out to me after my last podcast it was emotional for me and i think you guys knew that and i wanted to say thank you and i hope you enjoyed this podcast um tomorrow i will do my my madrid pride ones um because there's two different stories and i think you guys would really love to, to hear the contrast and the comparisons of my first year pride uh, of madrid and then my second year um at madrid and seeing how much i grew because the second pride uh the first pride was the end of the first year and the second pride was right before i moved back to utah so uh i'm excited to talk to you guys about it and i we'll do it tomorrow so i'm gonna release this one today and then tomorrow you guys are gonna get another podcast love you so much thank you so much for all of your support and i love you you guys have an amazing saturday or whenever you guys read this i mean read this listen to this i am so bad with words sometimes i'm just like oh yeah whenever you guys watch my videos their podcasts you guys would listen no <laughs> anyways Love you, and I will um, post a video tomorrow. I mean, the video. Do you see what I'm saying? I will post the podcast tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs>